This episode is brought to you by my dad. My dad is doing dishes right now by choice. And he knows that I'm doing the podcast, but he doesn't give a fuck. So if you hear dinging and shit in the background, I'm sorry, but hopefully it'll be done soon. Um, I wanted to say it's really fucking weird that I come on this show. By the way, by the way, today is the Kicks and Gills podcast. Welcome to the show. Um, I do this show every week, and I've done it for the past fucking 52 weeks. And I'm never nervous to do this show. Like, I genuinely enjoy fucking, this is what I enjoy doing, you know? I don't ever get weird. I never have, like, butterflies. I'm never weird when I do it. I'm my, I'm at my most comfortable fucking mode when I'm sitting here in front of my camera and just recording and talking to you guys. Um, but I, I applied for a job the other day. Um, it was Urban Outfitters. And they have, like, an online application that they have you do. Which, first of all, fuck you. If you have an online application, it's cool because like I get to chill in my house and it's fucking stress-free and all that. But it's also not cool because it's like the same thing as doing college online, which is like it. the, the idea of it is simple, is more simple. Yes, I don't know. I was going to say simpler, but it's not, it's not easier, you know, because... It just makes it fucking harder because you're you're giving your brain this mind fuck that's like we can be comfortable because we're in my room, but like also I have to act as most fucking professional as possible in order to impress these guys over my computer fucking interview that I'm doing. So it's like to me it's it's a mind fuck. It's not really that great. And when I did this interview I was so fucking nervous. I don't know why, but I sat down. I, I used this lighting. I used like the same setup I have here. And um, the first question was like, why are you like, why are you great for our company? Why should you work here? And I was just like, um, I, I'm really, I'm really good with, um, I'm really good with people. And um, I think I'm, I think I'm fun. I think I'm funny. And it was, <laughs> I was literally nervous as fuck. Like my face was red and I just didn't know what to do. Like I was just sitting there like fucking shocked. And then a few questions in and I was fine. But um, I just thought it was weird. I thought it was fucking weird. And if I have the opportunity to get a job uh, or a job interview again, I'm not fucking doing the inside in my room. I don't want to do a job interview like two feet away from where I fucking beat off, you know? So let's, how about we don't do that? I like to like the getting dressed, getting in my car, driving there, <coughs> listening to music. Sorry, what the fuck that was. Um, getting there and, and listening to music on the way there and dressing up and then showing up, shaking their hands. Like that is what gets you in the mode. And then you're confident. And then you're like, I should be here because I'm the fucking man, dude. And you, ca I can't have that energy if I'm in my bed or basically, you know, next to my bed. So fuck, fuck all that. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, today's a classic ADD, a, a, a kicks and giggles, ADD classic. There's no questions. There's no fucking feedback. There's none of that. Um, it's simply me talking about my week. Um, this week I saw Brightburn. I actually saw it last night. I was fucking so excited. That's why I have this picture of this fucking creepy ass kid behind me. Um, 
I, you guys know that I love scary movies. Scary movies are my fucking thing. Especially this year. This year, I've, I've been at a fucking all-time low. But what's saving me from my fucking insanity is being able to just turn on some creepy fucking film every night. Um, or whenever, whenever I can, you know? So, Brightburn is a scary movie. And it's about... It's like a superhero scary movie. God, can I get decent lighting for one fucking day in my life? Um... It's like superhero. It's like Superman meets fucking I don't know some scary movie, right? Think, imagine that I'm gonna say a scary movie there, and it's good because it's a new. I, I like to see new shit when it comes to scary movies. Um, Hereditary was new, like when it comes to Poltergeist and Amity. No, not Amityville Horror. Like Paranormal Activity and every literally every scary movie ever. Even The Conjuring and Insidious and all those. It's like kid's fucking weird and then he does some evil shit to the parents and then he's the you know what I mean it's always a little kid that is creepy as fuck the Babadook um and the stories are the concepts of the stories are just very dry I feel like right um and there's oh I'm always sitting there watching these movies when it's about a little kid thinking like why don't you just fucking call the cops on him or why don't you just get the kid a counselor or do something more with the kid than like we should just let him sleep and we'll get back to him tomorrow. The parents are always so easygoing on their demon-ass child, right? So that kind of is annoying. Um, I don't like that because it's not realistic. Uh, I like when, kind of like in It, It was about little kids, but there was a lot of like real fucking responses to the kids. There was a lot of like, what the fucks? And they would see the clown and say what the fuck, and it was real. It was much more real, is all I'm trying to say. So in Brightburn, it's uh, two parents. I don't know the I don't know the actor and the actress. They're great. The guy is from fucking Office. It's like David or something. I don't know what his name is. Look it up. Um, it's so these parents they've been trying to have a kid for X amount of time, a long time, and they just can't fucking do it. The guy can't seem to figure out how to fucking bust in her you know that's actually probably not it there's just the sperm count isn't enough to create a fucking child right so they're just having a bad bad time meanwhile there's kids that are like 18 that fuck one time and then they're pregnant you guys got bad fucking luck okay because the this team of this pair these parents have been trying to have a child for so fucking long and he's coming in her okay sorry um anyways <laughs> i i like this movie because the parents are they develop a story where it's like it shows that they haven't been able to have a kid so that's why they're so fucking like in love with this child not in love with everyone loves their kids but they're so like they want to know they want to believe that this kid is good they want to believe that he's not evil the mom defends this kid throughout a lot of the movie because like, I like it because it's not just she's defending him. She's defending him because it's like there is a backstory. They tried to have this kid for so long and they finally had it. And the mom is attached to it because of like the struggle of not being able to have the fucking child. So I like that they created that. It's also got like that fucking, you know, what? when I talked about when Spider-Man gets bit by the spider, there's kind of a thing like that that happens in this movie, which you don't ever see in scary movies, obviously. Uh, that's fucking great. I like that it's a little kid, but it's not like a three-year-old, so he can still talk, and he's very smart, and it shows him in school, and he's like responding. He fucking uh, talks back to his parents. I like that, because it's always like a fucking little baby fuck 
that is uh, like doesn't really know what to say and like just holds a creepy doll and does creepy shit but never can explain why because she's like five years old. I feel like that's every scary movie lately or at least in the past few years. It's like the fucking, I don't know. It's always a little kid. And I like that it's, it's at least a, like a 15-year-old in this movie. I think he's actually like 12, but 12-year-olds can talk, so I like that. Um, there's also some really, really bloody, gruesome death scenes, kind of like uh, Upgraded and kind of like the first Poltergeist, which I really liked because the, the new Poltergeist sucked balls, but the first one, there was the scene where he's ripping his skin off of his face, and even though it's extremely fake-looking, it's like they really fucking go there and they really give you like a zoomed in fucking his face is right on the screen as he's peeling his skin off and you see his flesh and shit come off of his face. I like that a lot because it makes audience like cringe and cover their eyes. And I usually don't get scared from like pop ups or anything like that. But with Brightburn, I definitely like was covering my eyes a few times. Uh, I was like jumped a few times from the pops. There's a lot of like jump scene jump scares so be ready to be annoyed from them because it's almost too much but uh yeah brightburn go fucking see it i like that it's a superhero movie because uh i tried i tried so many fucking times to get into marvel and to get into like batman and all that shit but it's a superhero movie without 85 comics and years of stories and 75 movies that all go together. You don't need to watch 300 hours worth of film to get this one. It's a new fucking superhero. It's fresh. You know, I like that it's fresh. If I wanted to go see Iron Man, I feel like I have to like read the comics, go fucking find out about Robert Downey Jr., do all of that, and then I have to see the Avengers. Now my screen's off. Then if I want to see the Avengers, I have to read about every other character. So, I don't know. I think it definitely should have a second one. There should definitely be a Brightburn 2. I'm all fucking for this type of movie. Go see it, okay? How, how, what, do I, what, else, what else do I have to say? Um, there's a really inspiring story I want to tell you guys about. This is a woman named SP... She's actually not named SP Gina. Her nickname is SP Gina. Um, her real name is Virginia Wright. She's... We're just completely... We moved on from the movie thing, if you can't tell. Um, there's a collab for shoes that's a Jordan 1 collab. It's called the SP Gina. It's all black. I'll show pictures of it soon. Um, but this came up within the past two weeks and I was thinking like, what the fuck is this release? Like who's buying these? What is the story? They have an apple on them, like a little teacher's apple. That's a hang tag instead of like the Nike air. Um, and then the box is a tin, it's a tin black Nike air box, but it's like a lunchbox style and it's fucking dope. It's like one of the best, uh, custom boxes I've ever seen Jordan do hands down Better than the fucking Travis Scott's. We just dyed it brown. Uh, I love... I'm a sucker for boxes. I have boxes in my fucking room stacked everywhere. There's probably spiders in them. But let me tell you about Virginia fucking right, okay? I kind of wrote down notes because I didn't memorize her whole goddamn story because, what I, you know, who am I? Larry King? Um, so Virginia Wright, she's an elementary school teacher from California. I think it's Southern California. Um, there's a, a 10 minute, it's like, do you know the SP Gina story? It's a 10 minute video. It's on YouTube. I'm going to put it in the link below, uh, for the podcast and for YouTube, just because even if you don't give a fuck about shoes, like this will 
this will touch your heart. The story of this woman and how she's just become an incredible teacher and then inspired so many kids. It's a lot like that movie, I think it's called Freedom Writers. Whatever the movie is where the teacher is like fucking there for her kids uh, and like really makes an impact on them. She tells her story in real life, Virginia Wright. Uh, she says she chose to, to go to school in a generation where uh, they were like her parents and everyone around her was telling her to just like find a fucking rich guy, get married, be a stay at home mom, have kids. She didn't want to do that. She chose to go to college, which back then it was like college was it was either college or you're a stay at home mom or college or you're a working guy or girl. It was like that was it. You just, you have to fucking pick one. There wasn't really a lot of people. I mean, there sure was, but there wasn't a lot of people. It wasn't like trending to be like a entrepreneur or self-motivated or fucking I'm going to create this company and get a check for $200,000. There was no investments. There was not a lot of that shit happening at all in her generation, which I'm thinking was... I want to say she's 60, and if I'm over it, if, if she's only 50, then I look like a piece of shit. If she's 70, then I look like I complimented her. So it's a gamble I'm willing to take. I think she's 60. She probably grew up uh, a little bit before my parents, and yeah, you know, you fucking, that was it. You, you're supposed to, like, most people grow their children up to, like, go to college and get a job, or you're fucking, you're a stay-at-home mom, or you get a fucking, find a rich guy. It's, like, shitty, but that's just how it was back then. Um, so she went against that. Um, and then as she's telling the story about how she loves teaching, she loves coming to school. She talks about how she wants to be different because she says like, I know that I'm different. So I want to express that throughout the way that I dress. So being an older woman, uh, most older women are wearing heels or flats or just like regular dress shoes. I wear Jordans and it shows her wearing like I don't even know, black toes, she's got the fucking, those green sixes, I forgot what they're called, the Gatorade sixes, she's got like every every cool Jordan that you could think of within the past few years, uh, she has, and she wears them with pictures of her students, and she buys her students, which is unreal, out of her own money, she buys her students uh, pairs of shoes if they need them, it's a very lower class area where she's from and where she's teaching, and uh, she'll like... Not, it's not like a bribe. It's just like whoever gets an A on this test, the first one or whatever the fuck, she gives them a pair of shoes. She also, I think, just gives everyone shoes uh, because she's clearly a fucking gem of a human being. But um, yeah, in this, I don't know. There's, I just wrote down some quotes because it's fucking sweet. She says, kids need to know that you believe in them. And she explains like, if you care for your kids and they know that you care for them, they're going to look up to you. Which fucking hit me because all the teachers that I had, a majority of them were such fucking like one track mind fucking, I don't want to say the C word, but they're fucking jag offs. Okay. The women and the men, especially, actually, especially the men, um, the, the, just the way that they treated their students, it was like, everyone is the same. Everyone learns the same. And if you don't, then you're wrong. And that didn't ever make, and I was always the one that was different. I was always the one that didn't know how to read or was kind of slower in school. Also, I didn't give a fuck, but 
uh, I never really felt like my teachers gave a fuck. Like I genuinely said to my friends all the time, if they would be like, dude, don't you fucking get in trouble for texting? I'd be like, no, she doesn't give a fuck. Like that's not good. You know, you don't want to be a teacher and then be known as the teacher that doesn't give a fuck. It might be cool for the students that are like me because I can text in class now and my teacher doesn't give a fuck, but that's part of the reason why I have D's and fucking E's is because like I had no guidance from a teacher. If I had fucking Virginia Wright as my teacher, even though she's elementary, but if I had Virginia Wright or if I had a teacher like Virginia Wright in my school, I would probably be a lot more motivated. And the fact that she's wearing shoes like this, it relates to younger people, you know? I wear fucking, or I used to at least, wear Jordans all the time, Yeezys and all that. My teachers would be like wearing fucking Crocs. No, they wouldn't be wearing Crocs. They'd be wearing like Mary, I don't know, Mary Kay? Is that a fucking... I don't know. You, you get what I mean. They'd be wearing some shit from Marshalls. They wouldn't be able to relate. I have a fucking iPhone 8. My teacher that's 55 is a fucking flip phone Motorola Razor. Um, I am very involved in social media. My teacher just fucking signed up for MySpace and AIM. We don't relate, you know? So when it comes to emotional things, when it comes to things that I'm worried about versus things that you're worried about, we, you can't understand where I'm coming from, you know, because we don't fucking relate on anything. And if there's something, even if it's a physical thing, even if it's a tangible fucking thing that we could relate on and we can share a common interest in, that will gain like, a, that will make me more attracted to you and learning about you as a fucking person, you know? It's the same thing if I'm walking down the street and I see a guy or a girl wearing a cool pair of Jordans. I'll always say like, I like your shoes, man. And it's instantly a, like a little bit of a connection. If I saw that person every day, now I would get the opportunity to talk to them about shoes. Then they tell me about their job. I tell them about my job. Then we start creating a fucking friendship, you know? So why don't we have the same model for fucking teachers? The teachers out there, dude, if I was a teacher, I swear to God, I would be the best teacher ever. I would probably not my my kids wouldn't be going to fucking Harvard but they would have street smarts and common sense and they would know how to treat people and they would get A's on all of their tests because i would t i would fucking install that in their heads uh you just have to like be relatable to your fucking students please that's all i'm saying you know if you can't relate to them like gina hit this on the fucking on the head uh, and I'm really passionate for this because I think it is, you guys have heard me talk about why does, why do tennis players get shoes all the time? Why is it always an athlete? Why the fuck does a baseball guy get a Jordan shoe? And finally, there's a Jordan collaboration with someone that is doing good for the world and not just making $80 million and showing off, you know? And I'm sure Alex Rodriguez is doing great for the world in the way that he plays fucking baseball, but she is affecting people's lives to like intentionally every single day and they're kids. So you can't fucking, you can't knock that, you know? Um, she also says in this video, she says, uh, never let anyone define you. I've always been the different one and this shoe is different. So I feel like this shoe is perfect for me. Uh, that's fucking, that's right there with me too. You know, I've been wearing, uh, a lot of different shit lately. I've been painting my nails. I've been fucking, I'm wearing a choker right now. Uh, I like to really test shit with people and I'm going to merge this in now because now I'm actually remembering last episode I told you guys that I was going to talk about my, the story about my mom and we're going to fucking do that. I'm going to put my laptop down, but, uh, 
Yeah, go fucking watch. Oh my god. My, <laughs> my fucking laptop. Okay, sorry. You just heard me have a, have a fucking spasm. Um, go fucking watch this video of SP Gina. Even if you're not a sneaker person, I just talked about it for 10 minutes. So you already spent 10 minutes learning about her. Go figure out the rest. There's also all of these like... They may, I mean, they really, really went there with this collab. I'll actually get to that at the end. If you want to see the shoes, if you want me to dive in, uh, I'll show them off at the end. So when SP Gina is talking and in this video and says, never let anyone define you, I dress how I want to dress, and the people that like me, like they like me because of how I'm dressing different, she, she makes a big point to say like, I enjoy dressing fucking different, basically, you know? Um, I'll pull up the picture actually while I'm just sitting here talking that way you guys could at least see it dude I almost broke my laptop. All right, so I'm sorry. I'm still kind of recovering from that here They are you can't really appreciate I actually have them on the way so they're coming I'll be able to show you guys them in person, but we'll talk more about that at the end um, I get it right the other fucking week. I went to my parents house well, I went to my mom's house and my stepdad and um I I get there, I open the door, they always greet me, hello. I love my mother. This is not, I'm not trying to bash my mom. And mom, if you're listening, it's better that people hear this because there's people that are going to hear this that are my age that can relate to it and it's only to fucking help them. It's not against you. I fucking love you and yeah, that's it. All right. Um, but it's important. I tell all my stories, all my arguments. I tell everything. So I got to put this out there. Um, I get to my mom's house and, you know, my fucking nails are painted black and they've been, and she's seen that before, but now I got this like black fucking, I have, I'm wearing a padlock choker and I got all these rings on and that day I happened to have like my doc, I really went there with my outfit the day that I happened to go see my mom. I had my Doc Martens on, I was wearing all black, a black hoodie, black everything. And now my stepdad, which he's a great guy as well, it's not nothing against you, I fucking love you guys, it's nothing against you. But I have to say this because you have to. Um, now they start questioning me and he goes, you know, why are you wearing all this dark shit? Like, this is the darkest I've ever seen you. And I'm just saying like, you know, this is kind of what I want to do. Like, I just, I just was fucking feeling myself today. I woke up this morning and wanted to put this outfit on. Like, I don't think about justifying what I wear for other people, literally ever. Uh, I don't do things because other people want me to. I'm not like, I don't wake up in the morning and think like, what is my mom going to like that I wear today? You know, I'm not seven. I'm 20 years old, which is still not that old, but I'm 20 years old. I can choose what I want to wear. And um, I'm, you know, talk, they were just really challenging me on why do you do this? Why do you paint your nails? Why do you wear this padlock? What does the padlock mean? Why are you wearing all black? What happened when you used to wear this? And then I was pulling up pictures when, which I should have fucking, if I was smart, I would have shown them in the background. But um, when I was in like seventh grade, I wore, or it was actually earlier, when I was in like fifth grade, I wore these armbands that were black and green. I wore a black, like, uh, black and silver necklace. It was all like Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy's merch. It was WWE merch, but it was very like not goth looking, but it was just very dark looking. And there were, these things went all the way up my arms. Then I wore CM Punk's wristbands, which were like these white taped wristband things. I always wore different shit. I had moments where I was wearing fucking all black skinny jeans with chains on them. And then a huge like Rey Mysterio or wrestling shirt over it. 
And which, by the way, I fucking I was doing oversized shirts before anyone was. But anyways, it was just I was always that was my thing. The same thing that SP Gina said, like, I want to be different. So I want to express it in the way that I dress. That's the same exact thing for me. Uh, I, ex- I'd like to do it a little bit differently, but being a guy, it's, it's, you gotta fucking do different shit because every guy wears blue jeans, a hoodie, sweatpants, Jordans, Yeezys, whatever the fuck it is. And being a sneaker seller, I know it's weird, but I used to like, my thing was like, I used to want to have the most expensive shoes. I used to want to wear Balenciagas and whatever the fuck it is. But now it's like, I don't want to do that because everyone else is doing that. So in this new rush of me trying to be different and express that, now I want to wear like black boots in the summer because no one else is, even though it's uncomfortable. Uh, I want to wear fucking, like, I'll talk about those later. But I, I just enjoy doing shit that's different, right? And people do challenge me. But here's what I explain to my parents or my, my I'm not just calling them my parents. Here's what I explained to my mother or my stepdad was that, First of all, what I said this to their face because I'm straight up with everyone. I said, anything you guys are going to tell me on how I dress, I'm not going to take because it, it doesn't fucking matter. Like what you guys think of how I dress is non it does not matter to me. You can like that I wear clothes. You can dislike that I wear clothes. At the end of the day, if I like it, I'm wearing it. If I don't, I'm not. And it's not me being a rebellious cocky fuck. It's just me being honest. Nobody in the fucking world that has a backbone is going to wake up and be like, mom, what should I wear when they're 20 years old? Um, so I explained to them, I said, look, here's the fucking reason. You want the reason why I do this? You want the reason why I'm trying to be so different looking is because I've had a lot of relationships with men and women and friendships, relationships, whatever. I've been hurt a lot of times and I've been like lied to and like felt like I got betrayed. So if I paint my nails, something that guys don't really do, this is like the the more in-depth answer. Uh, If I paint my nails, which is something that a lot of guys don't do, Um, then people are going to see me and they're going to judge me, right? If they're a judgmental person, they're going to see me and go, I don't like this kid. They're going to probably call me some fucking whatever name. Um, and then they're going to say like, I'm going to not talk to him. He's fucking weird. There's going to be reasons why you write me off, right? You think that I'm fucking, you think it's a gay look or like whatever you want to call it. Uh, you think it's a feminine look. You could call me gay. That's fine. Um, or That's one way. You could also think that it's a school shooter type of thing, which is not okay to label someone as. Neither is gay, but this one really fucking isn't. Um, Or you could think that it's a goth look or a satanic thing. Whatever the fuck you want to do, that's on you. And if you do pick a label, then you're judging me, you know? And if you do that, then I don't want you in my life and I already know because you judged me, you know? That's my filter. So instead of getting to know someone and then hanging out with them for years or months and then getting hurt, if they call me a name, if they call me something and make fun of me, I already know this person is judging me based on my outside, not on my inside. He's seeing me for my painted nails. He's not seeing me for me. So I don't want that person in my life or that girl in my life. It's an easy way for me to filter out how to get to know someone better and how to let people in my life that I feel like I could trust. There's a kid, Bobby Scott, fucking shout out to Bobby Scott, that I went uh, out to eat with. It was the first time I'd seen him in like a year and a half. I remember this because it was in the beginning of when I started painting my nails. And uh, we went out to eat. It was the first time we'd seen each other in a fucking while. The last time he saw me, I was dressing up as like, not dressing up as, but I was wearing flannels. I was wearing very colorful shit. 
I didn't have my nails painted, and now we go out to eat, and I'm wearing very dark shit and have my nails painted. He did not say a fucking word about my nails. He did not say a word about my fucking earrings, about my necklace, about anything I was wearing, and we had genuine conversation for like two hours when we get when we got dinner, and uh, laughed our asses off together, had a fucking great time, and that was like... I realized that was kind of when I realized like that doing this is more than it's more than just a fashion thing for me. It's more than just like I want to look different or I want to attract certain types of girls or whatever the fuck. It's there's really a fucking meaning for it because how special it felt to me when he didn't say something to me because everyone does. My parents do, my friends do, my brother like my brothers even did, but I didn't take it that way. But um a lot of people say like, why the fuck do you paint your nails? And it's always like in a challenging way. It's never like, really tell me why. Like, I'm interested. It's always like, that's fucking weird. Why do you do that? And Bobby fucking didn't do it, you know? And that really like touched me. I was like, this kid is a real fucking friend. He doesn't give a fuck how I look. He's not judging me. He's just here to see me. That was fucking deep for me, you guys. So when I explained that to my parents, oh my fucking God. When I explained it to my mom... And my stepdad, um, they were like, you know, they didn't really buy it. They didn't really care for the story. My stepdad happens to be, he like works for the fucking, I don't know, CPD or something like that, like a police officer type job. And he was saying, if I go to a scene where there's a bunch of kids fucking around uh, and I see you with your painted nails, I'm going to choose to challenge you more and I'm going to choose to pick on you more. And like, you're standing out and that's a bad look for you. And you don't want to do that. He's trying to give me constructive criticism, which I appreciate. The problem is that not a lot of people do that. He is one of few people that sees someone and judges them based on how they look. So what I was trying to explain to him was the problem isn't me. The problem is you. The problem is the people like you that see someone and judge them. He said, if I saw you, because I was saying, what do you think I look like? And he was saying like, you know, one of those fucking trench coat kids or one of those people that referring to like Dylan Klebold, he actually referred to them um, and said the kids from Columbine, they wore that shit, which they actually didn't paint their nails. Neither did the kid that shot up the fucking movie theater. There hasn't been a school shooter yet that painted his nails or that did it in a picture where he was taken like his mugshot. So that didn't fucking work. Whatever claims he's trying to make about how my painted nails represent this fucking like murderer look, it's not like name one. Name a fucking Ted Bundy, Charles Manson, even though I didn't, don't really think he actually killed anyone like physically, but, um, name a fucking murderer that painted his nails. Cause I'll wait. I don't think there is one. And even if there is, I mean, I'm sure there's one in the world, but I'm talking about like the famous ones, the ones that really were serial killers and got fucking big for it somehow. Um, like it didn't work. It didn't fucking register with me. So I kept arguing back with them. And I was just saying like, you guys need to understand that the problem isn't like, Stop dressing this way. Stop dressing ways that you want to dress. Stop painting your nails black. That's not how you solve the problem. The way that you solve the problem is stop seeing people and judging them based on how they look. And if you can't understand that, especially you two, I'm looking at you, my mom and my stepdad. If you guys can't understand that, then you are wrong. It's not me. It, it literally like it just isn't. There are plenty of people that do fucked up shit that dress very normal. I know people that have fucking beat up their wives. They have gotten fights. They fucking 
have have not well no, I'm not going to say killed people have robbed have stolen have done horrible things abusive fucking controlling whatever the fuck it is and they dress really great I got plenty of kids that went to my high school that dressed pretty solid Under Armour hoodie and a pair of jeans that fucking hit girls all the like why is that okay but they dress normal so is that fine then you know what I mean I'm it, it triggers me because it's so unfair to see someone and being someone that I admittingly did do that. I told you about my past before. I used to say shit that I regret saying. Uh, I used to see someone and make fun of them or judge them on how they looked. And it's not right to do that, but I don't know how unfair it is until it happens to me and until I've done it. So Take it from me because I've like literally been there. I have sat in class and made fun of a kid for the way that he dressed, which isn't right. And I regret doing it, but I fucking learned. Now I'm the kid that people look at me and make fun of. And rather than just taking it, I want to express how the fuck I feel and it's shitty. Um, and instead of like my way of rebel, like rebuttal or whatever the fuck it's called, my, my response for you is just to like not be that person because I was before and it's just not okay. So if you see someone and you judge them based on how they look, the the way to fix that isn't let's make this guy dress better. It's not let's get him some fucking jeans from American Eagle and an Aeropostale shirt and he's going to be a fucking angel. No, that's not how it works. Plenty of people, regardless of what they fucking wear, pedophiles, Michael Jackson dressed phenomenal, looked fucking amazing, had custom clothes all the time, and he raped kids. So stop fucking judging people on how they look, and it really triggers me. So that's fucking it. I don't want to get more into it. It's like, how many times can I say it? It's just, that's how it is. And I wanted to share the story. It's not to say that my parents are shitty, that my mom or my stepdad or anything. It's just to say that, like, that's not okay. And maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe there's a difference in how they grew up versus how we grew up. Maybe they're more fucking like susceptible to judge people based on how they look because of their past or whatever the fuck. There could be some reasoning behind it, but whatever it is, it's in the past and I'm trying to live for fucking right now. And right now that shit's not cool with me. So I hope you guys are clapping in your car right now because it's some fucking real shit that I just said. Um, yeah, I, I love my mom and I know that she... It wasn't like a get the fuck out of my house, you gothic fuck type of thing. It wasn't really an argument. It kind of was getting there. And then I like stood up and I left because I didn't want to do all that. But, um, and you know, she texted me and said like, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's not fucking cool. And for all you young kids out there, the no another reason why I say this story is because if you're, even if you're older, I don't give a fuck how old you are, 20 years old, 50 years old, if you want to dress a certain way, the most fucking, it's like the most confident I feel is when I go out there and I have my nails painted and I don't give a fuck. Like I feel more confident now because of the way that I look and because it's different. And when people look at me with a dirty look or however the fuck it feels or however the fuck they're looking at me, it feels great for me because I know that like I'm doing this because it's different. I'm doing this because I'm not scared to like conform to what people wear and all that. It's just another way of expressing how I'm different, which is exactly what fucking SP Gina said. So go watch that video because this shit got me pumped up. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. Also, my dad, on the other hand, my dad didn't give a fuck when I got my nails painted. So shout out to my dad. My dad has actually drove, like drove me to the fucking nail salon. And my dad, you know, he jokes around and makes fun of me a little bit. 
And it's all in like good fun though. He never like sat down and was like, why are you doing this? You look dark. You're acting very weird. Like, like, no, he's just, he, he's cool, man. He doesn't care. My dad is understanding of, uh, trends and like what's going on and understands that his kids want to do what the fuck they want to do and that's how most parents should be my mom also understands it but definitely will challenge me with things so yeah i just wanted to share that and it's again it's not a i'm not trying to shit on my mom it might sound like i am but i'm really not i love my mother she's great there's thousands of great things about her there's it 10 times good things about her than bad things it's just this one particular uh, conversation we had, I felt like it was really important to fucking get off my chest and let you guys know that. Um, so that's fucking, that's kind of it, man. I feel like that's a good ending. Like I can't top that. What am I going to do? Talk about fucking blowjobs now. So we're going to, we're going to fucking move on. Let's move on to the sneaker part. Um, I want to let that sit in. You guys should really fucking really do what you want to do. I'm all for it. Um, all right. These are the SPG Okay, the SP Gina shoes. I actually pulled up pictures on a different link. So they not only made shoes for her, which is awesome. It's actually Shoe Palace. So SP Gina stands for Shoe Palace Gina. Gina's her nickname. Her full name is Virginia. Um, so she linked up with Shoe Palace because I guess she went in the store and like would see them all the time. And they just loved seeing her and they knew that they heard about her story and like knew that it had to get a fucking collab. So shoe palace really made this happen. And then Jordan just finished it off. Jordan also made merchandise for her though. And it says like, do you know three times? And then it has like a picture of the outline of her face. The merch is fucking fire. The shoes are even better. Uh, here they are. You can't really get a good fucking look at them, but it's, it almost looks like fucking crystals on the outside. It's not. I think it's nylon. I want to say it's nylon and like a tumbled leather, but like a tumbled patent leather. I haven't seen them in hand yet. Not a lot of people have. I'm waiting on them still, but I'll, I'll do the more in-depth in-hand video or review when I get them in hand. But from the looks of it, it's an all-black Jordan 1. They got the red Nike Air on the tongue and then the red like bottom sole. And it's very, it's very minimal. It's not the whole sole. It's just the very fucking bottom of it. Um, so you can only see a little bit from the side. Then they got the, the hang tag, which is an apple and it's got the jump man in the middle gold trim on the outside. It's fucking, these are so fucking dope. And for a guy that hates school for the most part and like hates the way that school is, it's weird for me to like these. But the reason why I liked them is because she's doing exactly what I want for schools in the future. You know, I want there to be good teachers. I want teachers to care about their students more. That's like why I hate schools. So these I fucking definitely will be collecting. I don't know if I'm going to be wearing them yet, but uh, yeah, these are fucking killer. I'll show you the box too. This is the insole. The insole they got to SP Gina. You see your face logo right there, which is like... I mean, you guys know, I fucking love small details on shoes, especially when it's a collab. I'm actually surprised that like SP Gina gets more dope shit made for her release than literally than Drake does. Drake doesn't even get a custom box. He just gets like, I don't even know if Drake gets fucking custom paper. He just gets the fucking little owl, the OVO, and that's it. SP Gina comes through, gets her face on the shoes everywhere. She gets a custom lunchbox. Like they really put money into this. Look at this box, man. I mean, come on. You could see that for sure. 
I don't know if it's a plastic or a leather handle, but it's a tin Nike box. It looks big. I think there's foam on the inside. I'm, I'm so excited to get these and unbox them in this video. I might even start making separate YouTube videos of like my thoughts on shoes. I know that it's kind of weak, but I just, I, I literally love talking like, or I really love looking at shoes. So I don't know, but yeah. These fucking Nikes, uh, SP Genas, they're dope. I did do pre-orders on them for 450. The market looks like it's kind of going down. Uh, it's I didn't have a lot of pre-orders because it was literally like four days of ahead of time. But um, I have 10 and a half coming in. I have a 12. I have a nine. I have a lot of different sizes. If you need something, I can probably get it. The price is around 400 right now. 300 is like for 10 and a half and stuff like that. It's getting closer to three. I think that the market's probably going to stay around 300 bucks. It should be a lot more because these are going to be fucking like, these are going to be a shoe that people look back on 10 years from now and think like, holy fuck, that collab was amazing. And this woman is amazing. And especially when she gets her own fucking school named after her. Like there's a lot of things that are going to come that are gonna make the shoe more valuable. So if you're a collector, I definitely recommend collecting these. Uh, if you have the money, you could afford it to put them to the side and let let a dead stock pair just sit there for a few years, definitely do it. I will be. Um, and yeah, that's it for the SP Genas. Now, the next pair I wanted to talk about, I'll talk about these really quick. I know I've ripped on these before. These are the Yeezy 500, they're the utility black colorway. I've ripped on these before because I do think that they're ugly, okay? I'm not fucking lying to you, they are an ugly shoe. I will admit though, they are fucking comfortable, man. Like they're just, they're, they they do it for me when it comes to comfort. I also have only been wearing Doc Martens and Balenciagas lately, which aren't the most comfortable shoe. Okay, this is the time where the lighting gets absolutely fucked. Um, they're ugly, but they're fucking comfortable. And while I, the reason why I'm showing you these, because I bought these from a reseller in Chicago and this is the type of shit that you get when you buy shoes from a reseller in Chicago sometimes. Uh, he was actually a great guy. I know him. He's a buddy of mine. But the person that sold him these uh, cut the insoles, cut the whole toe off the insoles. I'm showing it on the video podcast right now. So if you can't see it, just imagine an insole of a shoe with like the top four inches completely cut off. And I wore these thinking like, what the fuck is going on on the inside of the shoe? And then I pulled the insole out and I realized that. So probably going to be getting a refund on these or I'm going to order new new insoles and then just resell them. Um, I don't really know. I just thought that was kind of funny. I even called the kid and I was like, dude, what the fuck did you do to the insoles? And he was laughing. But shit in Chicago, man. The shit that happens. It's actually just reseller shit in general. There's always a dumb, like the guy throws in the wrong laces, the wrong receipt, the wrong fucking thing. Like, if you're going to be a reseller, don't be a fucking stroke job. Maybe next week, the closing 10 minutes are going to be me teaching you guys how to be resellers. Even if you're, like, no matter what your age is. Maybe I'll do that. I think I will. I need a little, I need some more clips from the podcast, too. Um, all right, this is a new Air Max colorway that came out. It's the new 270 Re React. I love the 270s. I think the 270s were great. They're extremely comfortable. The whole mesh upper, the air hole, their air fucking pockets on the bottom. Uh, I love them, right? I'm not a big Air Max guy, but the Air Max 270s, I was a big fan of. Now this new React fucking shit, it's literally just a picture of them. There's no story. There's no other angles. This is all we got so far. Um, I know a lot of people are going to like these. I think that they're, they look comfortable, okay? I'm not going to fucking bash them, but it's just... 
You know what? I don't know, man. I'm I'm torn. I think that the colors are throwing me off. I think if they're all black, then I'm going to start to appreciate them a little bit more. Or, well, naturally, because I'm in this fucking dark mode. But I think if they're just black and white, or white and gray, or olive green, so throw some neutral colors in there and I'll be a bigger fan of them. I'm not a fan of this colorway. It's a little too much fucking wiggles for me. The blue and the yellow and the red, I can't do all that. The shoe itself, it looks like a solid seven shoe. I don't think these are going to be hyped up, but then again, the market's been absolutely fucked lately, so my predictions are not really that solid. Now, another thing is there's these shoes called the CPFMs. These are Vapor Max collab and CPFM. I did not really know what the fuck this brand was. And I thought it was Lil Wayne's brand. And I still don't really know what the fuck it is. So I figured, why don't we all learn together? Because you guys got to be asking the same questions that I am. Uh, CPFM stands for Cactus Plant Flea Market. This is a sneaker that came out, I think a week ago. It's a Vapor Max. It looks absolutely fucking insane. It almost looks like there's clay as the swoosh. Look them up. CPFM Vapor Max. I don't have them in hand. I wish I fucking did. Um, but here's some pictures that I'm going to show in the background. They're, they're fucking dope. They say just do it on the outside of one shoe. On the other one, it has a green swoosh, which is like... It literally looks like clay. I don't know what it is because I haven't seen them in hand yet. But all different colors. Uh, super dope. They got the smiley face on the background, which is, I guess, the CPFM logo. And you're still sitting there wondering, what the fuck does this mean? So I figured I'd look it up. And what I found was this picture of Chance the Rapper, Kanye West, and Drake wearing a shirt that says CPFM Adult Films. And this is this is the fucking description, okay? It doesn't, it still doesn't make sense to me. But I'm going to read it because maybe you guys will, will make sense with this. It says, a few days ago, Kanye West... Um, Chance the Rapper were debuted wearing this fucking shirt that said CD, CPFM Adult Films. Um, it's not exactly new, and Kanye isn't the first celebrity to co-sign of the brand. Designed by Cynthia Liu, who was a former Complex intern and later worked with Pharrell at BGC, which is Billionaire Boys, uh, Girls Club. Um, it was initially posted on cactusplantfleamarket.com, um, that he was fucking signed. So Kanye signed to them. I guess Chance the Rapper signed to them. And then when it when I read further, it says, um, Pharrell was one of the first celebrities to wear CPFM. Um, there are other people that wore it. It names like fucking random people. Kara Delavine or whatever the fuck her name is. Travis Scott, uh, Big Sean, Travis, or Tyler the Creator. All these people are signed to CPFM. So it's not saying what CPFM fucking is. It's just saying the members of it, which still leaves me lost. And I know I'm kind of just gisting through it, but I've read this whole thing and it's, it doesn't explain what it is. Um, Cactus, okay, well, maybe here it does. This is the bottom that I didn't read. Cactus Plant Flea Market may be a relatively new brand, an up-and-coming label even, but is definitely one to keep an eye on. And if the success seen so far isn't an indication, you may want to do more than just look out for it. A DSM salesperson reported that during the recent visit, the brand had well-received by its customers and often sells out quickly. Might be time to purchase while you still can. Okay, well... Now we fucking know what they are. See, this is why I did this bit, because you can learn, and so can I. So they're, they're an up-and-coming clothing brand, and I guess the founder of it is Cynthia Liu. She worked with uh, Complex, so that's probably how she got the in with all these rappers and shit. Um, I don't know how she signed them. I don't know when they say, like, she signed them, meaning 
she just made a deal on where she, they're going to wear her clothes for two years or if they're going to be doing CPFM, like CPFM Drake shoes and CPFM Kanye shoes. I don't know, but I'm super excited to see what the fuck happens from it. Also, the smiley face in the background, now that I'm thinking of it, kind of looks like the fucking Chinatown Market logo, which is like bullshit, but that's fine. They're still dope. The resale market's crazy. It's They're all over like 500 bucks, but that's fucking it. Um, we talked about Blackburn, or what's the fuck's the show called? Brightburn? Brightburn. We talked about Brightburn, the movie. You gotta go see it. We talked about SP Gina. You gotta fucking read about her story. And I shared a little bit of deep shit behind the fucking scenes of my life. So, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, everyone have a great Sunday. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this. Tell me, comment below. You know what? Don't even comment. DM me if my choker was on too tight this whole fucking episode, because I think it was. So everyone have a beautiful Sunday. I'll see you next week.